You're listening to the Set Life Podcast with Reed Petro. The only weekday show dedicated to news, tech, tips, and techniques on all things cinematography. Hello, listeners. Like you, I am always looking to add that extra touch to my visuals, and the Complete Vibe LUT library has it all. Over 1,000 LUTs with 63 cinematic color and black and white looks to create powerful images. Why? Well, because they are crafted specifically for your camera. Sony, Blackmagic, Canon, Red, Panasonic, Fuji, and so many more. Bring your cinematic visions to life and get noticed. Learn more at readreidmpetro.com slash store. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Set Life Podcast. I am reading today. We're going to talk ND filters. ND filters. They are an essential part of the cinematographer's tool bag. Why is that? They are sunglasses for your camera, and they are another tool that you can use to adjust your exposure. And what is so great about ND filters is the fact that when you put them in your camera, when you add ND, that there is no side effects like there is with adjusting your ISO or your shutter speed or that, yeah. So, yeah, those would be the two ways to adjust your exposure. So ND gives you a third option of exposure uh, without the side effects. So that is amazing, uh, amazing tool. And there are actually, there are some side effects, however, with some older ND filters that were not designed for digital purposes, but we'll get into that uh, later. So starting off, we've got a five four different types of ND filters, uh, two categories. One category is the uh, the filter tray. So you'd see them in a, in a map box. If you rented a map box and got standard um, filters, they're kind of a rectangle uh, kind of pieces of glass. And then the other one is the round front that would thread onto uh, DSLR lenses. And we'll get into both of those just a bit. So in terms of the uh, the map box filters, the ones that you're going to put in your you know filter map box, you've got a 4x4, 4x5.65, and a 6x6. Uh, what's great about those is that they can, one filter can share the lens set that you have. And if you get a set like a 4x5.65, then you'll be able to fit all of them in that same filter. Uh, the round fronts are their diameter is set to a certain um, thread. Well, it's set to a certain diameter, right? It's fixed. So, and stills lenses are a lot of them are different. So you'd have to get conversion step down rings or step up rings to use your ND filters properly. Four by fours are a lot cheaper than the four by five point sixes and the six by sixes. However, they do not cover all of the lenses, and you might have issues with wider lenses or larger formats. So, a lot of people go with the four by five point six five or the six by six to cover 
uh, the entire lens set that they have and whatever format they're using especially if it's again if it's full frame because you're seeing a lot of that image and those lenses are pretty big diameter and so you're going to need that extra space of that ND to cover it so NDs go by stops they go by uh, stop increments and those stop increments are by 0.3 so 0.3 is one stop of ND 0.6 is two stops of ND and 0.9 is three stops of ND and that continues on forever so what's great about them is you can stack them you could do you could stack a, a 0.6 which is two stops and another 0.6 which is two stops and you get a point a 1.2 and that would be four stops of ND. So you can really stack them on and you can get exactly the look that you want. Uh, and especially if you know exactly what you're trying to hit, say you're exposing and you're exposing for a 5.6 and you want it to be shooting at a four, uh, then you would be, you'd slop in that, slap in that ND and boom, you'd be good to go. So, or it'd be, yeah, if you were, if it was showing a 5.6 if it's showing a 4 and you want to be at a 5.6 then you would slap in an ND <laughs> vice versa um, but yeah that's how the, the stops go there the other thing you want to worry about when you're getting NDs is uh, IR pollution so there are many many modern ND manufacturers and, and ND filters out there that will uh, that are NDIR that have IR protection built into the filters. This is because of the digital sensor. Back in film days, you didn't have to deal with IR because film planes and film grain just it would not it, IR infrared would not interfere with uh, the image, the filters or the the film grain, so to speak. But with these highly sensitive digital cameras, uh, IR can be picked up by them, and it can be to detriment effect. So new NDs had to be designed to kind of eliminate as much of that IR as possible. So when you are working with um, modern cameras, digital cameras, and, and you have some older NDs that maybe you got for cheap on eBay or you're seeing at a rental house that, that are pretty cheap, make sure that they have a uh, the IR uh, protection in there or else you're gonna as as your ND starts to build up you're going to see very muddy images with this with this IR uh, pollution so be on the lookout there uh, but that's pretty much it that is ND in a nutshell uh, an essential essential tool to the filmmakers a toolkit in adjusting exposure, creating exposure. Uh, you know, I like to use NDs in in a way where I've got all of my settings dialed in to where I want it, and I've got the light um, perfect, right? But it's just too bright. Then you pop in the ND, and there you go. You've got the look that you want with the exposure that you want. Another really, really great thing uh, with ND is that you actually put in ND at the beginning of the shoot, you expose for that ND in there, and if you have to go to slow motion, or you've got a overcrank or undercrank, then you're able to take out that ND and have that exposure, which is great. It's especially helpful for if you're doing running gun stuff, 
and you've got built-in ND on your camera, you can kind of easily, um, easily do that uh, in basically three button pushes, right? So ND filtration, now you know it is uh, very powerful and uh, thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you in the next one. Thanks for listening. Have questions? Email the setlife podcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get this podcast. 